Hello, welcome to another episode of Drinking with Dionong. We are your host, Julio. I'm Danny. And thank you for joining us today. I know you guys could listen to a lot of podcasts, but you decided to listen to our own. Um, today we're going to we have so many good stories coming out. Um, I know my friend Danny has a couple of really good ones, right? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So uh, before we start everything, we're, we want to thank everybody that's following us, that's uh you know, making sure you guys are supporting us and sure telling you, all your um, friends. You tell your your friends, share a link. You know, and uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, before we go there, uh, how was your week, Dan? Um, sorry, my week was great. Um, starting a new job in two weeks. Oh, really? What's? Uh, I'll let you know when I start. It's it's cre- It's it's a crazy job. <laughs> um, I'll let you know in two weeks. Oh, okay, so you, you want to keep it a secret right now, then? Fine, I'll tell you. I'm gonna be working with a uh, with a coroner, um, picking up dead bodies. I'm not even lying. This true shit. Swear to God. Wow. Yeah. You ready for that? Of course. Mentally. Before everyone dies, it's dead body. It's part of life. I mean, come on. Okay. All right. So wait. Uh, what are you drinking? Today I'm drinking. Uh, what am I drinking? Jack and, and Coke Zero. I am drinking. Uh, Jack and Cherry Coke Zero. Oh, no, ch- Cherry Coke. And, and then yeah. our, our, our great friend that's here with us, I don't know if she wants to say hi, but she came to drop off food for us, and she brought a big-ass bottle of uh, Cola Champagne. That's what a is Salvadoran, Cola Champagne? It's a Salvadoran soda. It's great. It's so delicious. Del Salvador. Um, friend, do you want to say hi or no? Okay, good enough? We have a special guest right here. She's really shy. She doesn't really want to talk. But we want to thank her for the food she yeah, brought us. Yeah, thank you. The panes were bomb. Yeah, she brought panes con pollo, which were really, really, really bomb. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so, uh, uh, shout out to her mom. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Special thanks to your mom Gracias. for making those panes con pollo. Uh, they were pretty awesome. And I like the little touch with the, with the cola champagne. That was good. Anyway, so here we go, you guys. We're going to start the show today by uh, going on. Uh, we have a top 10. I have a top 10 list for you today. Or should I say top 20 or top 10? Um, Whatever you feel comfortable saying. Okay. So we're, we're going to do the top uh, 20 scary uh, video game mm. horror show <laughs> games. Uh, horror shows or games? Games, sorry. Video <laughs> games. Uh, Excuse me. So... This is from a, a, a website called nerdmuch.com. Okay. Um, never really heard of it, but Same. I think this was the, the one of the best ones that I saw. Okay. They have a top 50, but I'm only going to read the top 20. Top 20? Okay. Yeah. So we're going to we're gonna start at number 20. And tell me, I don't know if you heard some of these. I, I was reading some of them, and eh, I don't, never really heard some of these, but... Go ahead. Maybe. Number 20 is uh, Stories Untold. It came out, uh, it was a PC game. Pass. Yeah, so that was number 20. It came out about three years ago. Number 19, it was uh, Soma. It came out for every platform. I, like, I think I played it. Was it the one where, um, you don't know what it's about though, huh? No, it's, it's, it's it just much, tells it's you, just, the, it doesn't give you like a detail? It's just like, it's much like a Netflix Black Mirror. Uh, and so many. Yeah, I, I think I played it, dude. I, I, I think I played it. That, no, I never really. Uh, Sounds familiar. Yeah. 18, Doom 3. Honestly, dude, I've never liked Doom. Not even the first one? Nope. Okay. First of all, the graphics were fucking potato quality. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I remember the first one. I mean, I, you know, it was it was good. I don't know about being scary. I never played the other ones. I just played the original mm, one. Trash. 
Number 17, Condemn Criminal Origins. It came out for the Xbox 360 back in 2005. I don't think so. P, uh, PC, then never played that one either. Condemn. I mean, it looks pretty good from what I'm seeing here, the pictures. It looks pretty good. Uh, number 16, Manhunt. Man, hell, hell yeah. That shit got banned in, 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 in the UK. You remember we used to work yeah, we, at yeah. GameStop? And we used to fucking, we couldn't sell it to kids and shit. <laughs> you still sold it, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember. Uh, number 15 is going to be Outlast 2. Yes, I actually, hey, right now it's free for the um, PlayStation uh, free games of the month. Mm-hmm. That game is free right now. It's, so it's a good it's, game? It's good, no, scary? it's creepy. It, yeah. Because you're, you play like a reporter and you have no weapons and you only have a flashlight and you go into this like asylum and it's, it has a lot of jump scares and you, all you have is your flashlight and you have to look for bar- batteries because once they run out, you're fucked, dude. Yeah. So it's good. Scary. Okay. It's very creepy. So number 14, um, yeah, number 14 is Outlast, the first one. Yeah, it's one and two are good. Okay. So yeah, number 14 is Outlast. Outlast. Outlast, yes. Outlast, yeah. Number 13, Bloodborne. I have it. I I have it. I've never played it, but I know I have it. I've never played it at all. So, uh, it's, uh, let me see. It's like an RPG game, dude. Okay. Yeah, and then, I'm not, I was never really to RPG games. What are you talking about? I never liked them. Why? Because fucking just run around the damn That's game. That's the face I made. Number 12, Until Dawn. Until uh, Dawn? Fuck yes. I, yes. That fucking game is good as fuck. It's a telltale game. You know what a telltale game is? It's when you make a choice. They tell you either choose A, you go this side, or choose B, you go that side. It's, gotcha. it's a fucking freaky-ass game. It's good. Okay, number 11. It's uh, Number 11 is uh, Fatal Frame. Yes. Fuck. That's... Yeah, dude. That came out, what, PS1? It came that, out? that right now is uh, PS3. It's hard to come, come by that game. And I know if you get it on eBay or, or wherever, it's fucking expensive. That that was if you. It's a good it, game. I mean, it's an old school game, but if you're looking for something Did good to play... What was it about? It's you take pictures. Okay. <laughs> you uh, take pictures of, of of ghosts. You try yes. to go in like in a haunted house. But the, the the pictures are te- yeah. Yes, it's it's a, a, you play a Chinese girl, yeah, Asian girl, and then you go in the haunted house, and then you take uh, pictures, and you try, to, and then those pictures sometimes you see ghosts, and that's like it's it's, it's a very freaky ass game. Don't yeah. play that shit alone in the dark. Yeah, the closer you get to uh, the close, you know, you're taking pictures and the ghost is getting closer to you every time you take a picture. Yeah. Uh, so that's if you would, if you really want to play a good game, that's that's it right there, Fatal Frame. Number ten, it's gonna be uh, Fear. Fear was uh, now that's yeah. a good game too. It's a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. You're going through these uh, levels where like people that been um, what did it come out on? It came out PS1? on uh, well, this one came yeah. out on PC. Online. Or- it was good. So it's it's about it's a first person shooter. If you like first person shooters, you'll you'll love this. Number nine is gonna be um, Amnesia: The Dark Descent. I heard about the game. I never played it though. PS4, because our guest has played it. Oh, I you guess. played it? Oh, is that right? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number eight is gonna be uh, Dead Space. Mm-hmm. I have it. It's good. Came out for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah, a lot of the old school. Uh, you play in in space and everyone's dead. That's what's called dead space. Right. <laughs> well, there you go. Number seven, the Evil Within two. Yes, Evil. Even part one's good. That you know what it said. They said that the new one. They were like, oh, it's um, it's good in the beginning and it's boring in the middle. Yeah, that's because you fools aren't true horror fans. Fuck you. 
It's a, it is. I'm serious, dude. Number six, Layers of Fear. No. That one came out on PS4. It came out about three, four years ago. Um, yeah, never really heard about this game, but it's number six. Number five is going to be Alan Wake. This one's an old Alan school. Wake? Yeah, it came out about ten years ago. It came out on the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan Wake. Number four is Alien Isolation. This one came out. Yes, I have that game. It's, it's creepy. It's good. Really? Yeah, I'm stuck in that game. I can never beat that shit. Never played it. Uh, number three is going to be System Shock 2. No. I, ooh, this is old school. This is back in 1999. It's up there. I never played it. Also for PC, I never played PC games. Um, number two is going to be all the Resident Evil series, all the games. Resident Evil 1 through 4, actually. The one. <clears throat> Resident Evil 1, my all-time favorite. It was the, I think that's the first um, game that actually was scary for me. Resident like, when Evil- it started, the whole... You know what I mean? Like, it was just fucking really good when it came out. If it was uh, my uh, my list, that would be number one game for me, Resident Evil. Especially, there's so many scary scenes in that game. Uh, but, yeah, Resident Evil 2 is uh, number two. And then number one, can you guess? Um, Do you want to guess? Um, number one. Uh, no, that was a demo, PT. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know, tell me. Do you want to get... Uh, do you want to... Uh, well, I'm fucking a little buzzed. I can't think straight. Just tell me again. <laughs> Do you want to guess our guest? It's not PT. That was a demo. Okay. So, number one, it's uh, Silent Hill. Two. Yeah. Um, two. That's two right here. We'll just say Silent Hill, okay? Okay. So, so, Silent Hill 2 is number one. So, there you go. There you guys get it. Uh, there you guys have it. Jesus. Uh, the top. That's not bad. <clears throat> yeah, that Actually, top 20 uh, video. But let me tell you. Let me give you some that they're not on the list. There was a game that came out on the PS1 called, um, oh my god, what's it called? It's called Something Rose. Can you look it up, one of you? Something Rose. Just put Something Rose for the PS1. It's a horror game. That game is so rare that if you go on eBay, it's like $300 just for a PS1 game, dude. It's rare as fuck, and it's creepy as shit. Really? Yeah, it's Something Rose. Rule, yeah, it's called Rule of Rose. That's what it's called. That's that's that game is rare, dude. It's on PS One, and it's a very freaky game. You guys can go on YouTube and look at the walkthroughs of the game. It's that's, that's a classic game, dude. Really good. I'm I'm getting a couple here. They're up on up on the list, like Half Life. Remember the Half Life? Half Life. Yeah, but that's not that's not creepy. And then there's you Left for Dead. Left. Yeah. Oh, fuck it, dude. That one. That's for uh, Xbox. I used to play with uh with Charlie and Dominic. We used yeah. to we used to go online, and uh, we that one's a four player game, and you play as a surviving zombies. But this one's like they run at you, kind of like Return of the Living Dead, and they have a witch in there. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Jesus That's fucking the, another little callejito. <laughs> Anyways, I remember we used to play late night on that on that game, and uh, so you're with four characters, right? You mm-hmm. and three other guys, and then I remember that. One of the characters would hit the wall and would just stop. And I'm fucking Charlie, or it was a Dominic, would fall asleep while playing. And would be like, hey, fool, we need help, we need help. And I was just, his character was just standing right there doing nothing, dude. Okay. I uh, and then look, funnier. here goes a, one that we used to play together online a lot. Can you guess which one? It was, we used to, me, you, and a couple other buddies, we used to get online. Is it a scary game? Scary game. For real? I don't remember, huh? We just played like a year ago, maybe. 
Oh, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Yeah, dude, that game's good. If you guys want to play it with a bunch of friends online, that's a good game right there. You, you, you want, you, let's say it's like five of you guys. One plays Jason, and then the rest of you guys play the victims. So Jason has going around the camp looking for you and to kill you. And then you, the only way to escape is through a car, right? A boat, a car, or, or you walk out with the police. Yeah. You know, but it's, yeah. A, it's a very hard game. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, there you go, you guys. There, We got you with the best video game. Or... Um, guest, do you have any uh, favorite scary games? No? Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, before we get into our little stories for today, we want to uh-huh. say once again thanks for everybody listening to us. Uh, also, once again, if you guys could, if you want to hit a like or follow us on Instagram, just follow us or hit like on the Instagram. Send your stories. Uh, with you, no. Send your stories too. Huh? Send your stories too. Yeah, that too. You guys have to any where? stories? Huh? To where? <laughs> What's the email? Jesus. Uh, if you guys want to send stories or anything, you guys could either send it to our, our Instagram, send a, send a message, or you could send it to our email at drinkingwiththeunknown at yahoo.com. Uh, we also have uh, on Twitter, if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, hit that like. Uh, just tell all your friends, you guys. Uh, let everybody know if you guys want to share any stories or anything. If you guys want to uh, be a guest, let us know. Um, also, we're on every... Um Whatever you listen to um, your podcast, just you get the RSS feed. We're on pretty much everything, I guess. Yeah, everything like Google, uh, Google Podcasts, iTunes, uh, uh, Apple Spotify, Podcast, Spotify, Podbean, whichever um, you want, you guys. Just look us up. All right. And if it's not there, like I said, just go into the the um, actual website, and then you'll you'll have the RSS feed. It'll 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 give it to you right there, and then just. Add it to your whatever podcast player you, you uh, listen to, and that's it. You'll get it. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, here we go. We're going to start talking about our, our stories for today. Today, we're going to talk about duendes. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, duendes, which in English is elves. Okay. All right. Hopefully, I won't um, screw this up. <laughs> I'm drunk. Here, go here we go. We're going right. to our stories. <clears throat> A duende is a fairy or goblin-like creature from Latin America and Filipino folklore. Duendes may also have some traits similar to goblins. The word is also used in Portuguese folklore, being used to describe goblins, pixies, brownies, and leprechauns. They are believed to be of a small stature wearing big hats, twisting a mystical song while walking in the forest. Using their talent, they are believed to lure young girls and boys to the forest, causing them to lose their way home. Kind of reminds me of uh, El Cipitillo. In the Philippines, some Filipinos believe duendes, which frequently live in rocks and caves, old trees, and dark parts of houses or in anthills where they are called Nuno Sapunso, old man of the mound. They are either categorized as good or evil, depending on their color, white or black, respectively, and often play with children. In some Latin American cultures, the duendes are believed to be the helpers of people who get lost in the forest so they could find their way home. In the folklore of the Central American uh, country of Belize, duendes are thought as a forest spirit called Tata Duende who lacks thumbs. 
In Hispanic folklore of Mexico and American Southwest, duendes are known as gnome-like creatures who live inside the walls of home, especially in the bedroom walls of young children. They attempt to clip the toenails of unkept children, often leading to the mistaken removal of entire toes. They are also known for taking items from young children. They have also been able to barter with the mother of young children so they can take the child and have them to eat. They appear at night when children are at play with a ball and watch the children later make their appearance and confront the children. Chamorro people tell the tales of duendes and other spirits. Duende, according to the Chamorro English Dictionary, is a goblin elf ghost or spook in the form of a dwarf, a mischievous spirit which hides or takes small children. Alright, so here's a <clears throat> story or I guess a folklore story from Belize that they tell other kids, okay? It's called El Tata Duende. So how could mom's funny threats about El Dueño del Monte scare anyone and keep him out of the bush? El Dueño del Monte was another name given to El Duende. Those who saw him said he was about three feet tall and wore a wide-brimmed hat. Sometimes he wore a red hat and animal skins for clothing. Dad said that El Duende protected the animals in the bush and would get very angry when little boys killed birds without a reason. Mom said one could kill a bird if he would eat it. But to shoot one with a slingshot just to prove one's talent was wrong. El Duende was a daytime creature and would roam the bush and watch them mysteriously if you were killing animals. Sometimes El Duende would get tired and sit in the foot of a tree and fall asleep. He would transform himself into red clay. Anyone spotting it would think it was some Maya artifact, but it took but if he took it home he would escape during the night. Therefore you can bet your sweet lip that if he found the clay in the bush, we would not even touch it. What happened if El Duende caught you in the bush? Well, he would take you to his dwelling, which was a spot deeper in the woods, probably a cave, but there was a way to escape him. He only has four fingers and no thumb, so if surprised by him, you could hide your thumb in the palm of your hands, and he would think you are one of his, and he would leave you unharmed. Most of the evil characters were scared away if you made the sign of the cross with, with sticks or even with your fingers. But El Duende was not an evil character, so he was not scared away by the, by the cross. In fact, El Duende was a friendly character and only punished you if you were killing too many animals or making trouble in the bush. You would be frequently spotted, especially during the Lenten season and especially on Good Fridays. El Duende was identified by a piercing whistling and that was, that was his weakness. Anyone whistling in the bush was a target of an was a target of an attack by him. That is why Dad used to say, "Never whistle while you are in the bush, or you will be calling on the duende to attack you." Twenty-five years ago, if anyone saw a strange man in the village and he would ask you to follow him, you could be sure that no one did for the fear that he could be the infamous duende. And that's the story on that. Okay, I'll say something. So I mean, like a duende, like <clears throat> it sounds like a like a gnome too, right? When they don't yeah, know. it's pretty pretty much known. Okay. Okay, so now I have some, I guess, two stories of people that encountered, I guess, the duende. Okay? Okay. There you go. Hold on. Wait. I'm <laughs> drinking My mouth is dry. <laughs> so I, if you guys, are, uh, there's videos on YouTube. If you guys want to check it out, there's there's actually videos of people that have caught uh, uh, sightings of duendes or gnomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look, uh, go on YouTube, just type in gnomes, uh, gnome, cap, you know, capture on bit on film. That's pretty spooky, dude. When they, uh, the the gnomes that they capture, 
Um, so if you guys, if you guys want to look at gnomes being captured on, online, go ahead on <clears throat> YouTube, type of gnome. All right, so uh, this is a story from someone, okay? So it goes, my family bought land in Mexico in 2000. Hurricane Kenna hit, and I traded my park further away from the ocean. My mother and father bought a huge parcel of land deep in the forest about four kilometers away. On the land there was an artesian spring and an enormous tree about 30 meters tall, 5 meters wide at the base. My parents built their house another 30 meters up on a hill above the spring. Long story short, things started happening. You can hear what sounds like very young children laughing loud and hard, but only when your family's around. A local witch told us they are duendes to never reveal where they are and that they are going to allow us to reside there. So that, that was one story. All right, here's, here's another story. <clears throat> Many years ago in Belize, near Guatemala, we rented a hut. In the middle of the night, my friend wakes up and sees a small being glowing, reddish with a huge nose and feathers coming out of his head. It was wearing a grass-type shirt and had pointy teeth. This thing was hovering above me while I was sleeping. He jumped up and it flew out the window. Later, this local Maya man said it was a duende. I always wondered why it was looking at me. I wondered if anyone else has seen this. Anyway, this was 30 years ago, and those are the only stories I have from that. Oh, so if you see a duende, don't tell them, don't let them know where they're at, basically. I guess. I don't know, I guess. <laughs> but uh, if you see a, a duende, you fucking run away, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, if I see a duende, I'm not going to go pet that motherfucker or anything. Uh, that's our cadejo. Uh, it was, uh, you could you could say it's also like a leprechaun, same yeah, yeah, you could say it. Reminds me of a CPTO too. Yeah, he, he fucking it takes into the forest. And, you know, it's yeah. I and for me, I think uh, they're they're gnomes to me. I mean, I don't, I don't know. They're little gnomes. The little gnomes scare me every time I see them outside of a house. I if I see any type of gnome, they scare. They're scary little things, dude. I don't know about you. Um, I'm gonna share. Uh, there's, I guess, in different parts, there's different variations. Um, some kill you. Uh huh. If you attack animals. So I'm guessing those are the good duendes. And then there's other duendes. The fuckers are just bad. They're like little cholitos. Fuck me. Huh? Nothing. Um, so, okay. That, that, was so cool. that, was, that, was, that was what we got on duendes. And then I think everyone from from Central America all the way to South America has their own little duende story or little legend. But it all boils. It pretty much boils down to the same shit. It's right. a little troll. And troll. Gnome. Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So if you guys have any stories of you guys, uh, any of you guys having a sighting of a duende, uh, leprechaun, or you guys could send us an email or you guys could uh, send us a message and we'll read it out to you. Uh, read it out. Remember, guys, the best thing you can do is come over to Hula's house. We drink and we share stories. That's the best thing you can do. <laughs> but if you can't, write it into uh, drinkingwiththeunknown at yahoo.com. Don't do it through Instagram. That could be cut. You know why? Because it's, first of all, Julio sees it through the through his phone, and then when he reads it, it, he butchers it. So please don't send it to an email. So we could, you know, it's better. Um, <laughs> so uh, hopefully, within the next couple of weeks, we might have to, we might have our own little spot. Hopefully, yeah. Cross hopefully our we're working on that, uh, having our little spot to where it could be a little quieter than usual. Um, um, but yeah. So, um. About a week ago, I was uh, I went to Vegas. Um, oh, how, how was that? It was it was it was cool. Uh, you know, I hang around with my friends' family. Um, 
So we, we got around the campfire at his house. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, I told him about the our show. And, you know, one thing led to another. And we started talking about ghost stories. Um, so we were just chilling. The, so we were talking about the ghost stories. And the one that comes, to, uh, that stands out for me was uh, one of the older gentlemen that was there. He said that he used to be a bus driver. Uh, you know, every day he would drive the bus and, you know, I guess as a bus driver, you always look at the, at the passengers for your rearview mirror. Uh, so he kept doing that and he noticed an old lady in, on one of the seats. The whole ride, he would notice the old lady that she was, she wouldn't move. She wouldn't do nothing. She was just staring, uh, straight ahead. And, um, he noticed that at one point he, he, doesn't remember the lady ever getting off the bus. He looked back at one point and she was gone. Um, uh, he walked back and forth the, uh, after the after his whole trip. After after he was done, he said that he walked back and forward on the bus to check, you know, make sure that nobody was there. And um, the the lady was gone. He never noticed. Like he said, it was really creepy because he never saw her get off the bus. So that for him was really a creepy, creepy uh, uh, time for him. So uh, that was a good story, Jules. Um, let me ask you a question: How many years was he working as a bus driver? You know what? I don't. I didn't ask. That's that. the only time. You, you know what the crazy part is? That I've heard many stories of bus drivers say kind of like the same shit. So I, you know, I okay. <laughs> okay. Um. So I got uh, <clears throat> I got a little thing for you guys. You guys know what uh, creepy pastas are, Jules? Do you know what that is? A creepy pasta. Yeah, you you told me about it. Yeah. What is it? It's people where right they write their own stories. Uh, it's a website, right? Or uh, yeah, they're they're um like yeah like little ghosts or, or paranormal or made up stories that are are like crazy and shit like that, right? Right. So I'm gonna tell you guys about my favorite kids tv show creepypasta theories okay so these are just theories they're not real these are just theories so okay so i actually split this shit part one out of two because it's too many too much so i'll do second part next next podcast whatever okay so here i go so <clears throat> the first one is uh inspector gadget you guys remember that show inspector gadget yeah okay so come on who doesn't Oh, there's people that never watch TV, so... Okay, so... Dr. Claw is the real Inspector Gadget. Dr. Claw, the main antagonist, seems to have a strange voice and a metal hand. The theory goes that Dr. Claw was the original Inspector Gadget, but he died. Penny, his intelligent young niece, revived him as a robot. This is why Penny always gets captured, but she never gets hurt, being the only thing that Dr. Claw really cares for. So that's one theory on Spectre Gadget, okay? Now this one's crazy right here. Remember the Smurfs? Yeah. All right. So trip out. Pitufos. The, the, in Spanish, it's called the Pitufos. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so the Smurfs. The Smurfs represent Nazis. The creator of the Smurfs was born in Belgium in the early 1930s, which means he spent his childhood under Nazi occupation. First, the Smurfs' common enemy is a sorcerer gone mad who tries to steal the Smurfs and turn them into gold. You guys know him as Gargamel. With big nose and money-hungry attitude, he could be a Jewish stereotype. He also has a cat named Azrael, 
whose name in Jewish tradition means angel of death. The Smurfs are always wearing white, representing the clothing of KKK members, except for Papa Smurf, who wears red, just like the KKK leaders would wear. The Smurfs being all blue represent Aryan purity, the idea of everyone having blue eyes and blonde hair. So that's, 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 yeah, I heard of that. You heard of that? Yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's pretty sad. <laughs> Pure fucked up. Okay, <clears throat> the next one is Dora the Explorer. <clears throat> let me, hold on, let me take a little quick, uh, sip of my, my juice real you, quick. You, you handle that, sir. Ah, my throat's a little parched. <laughs> All right, so Dora the Explorer. Dora? The theory goes that she has Down syndrome. She suffers from hydrocephalus, a condition that makes her head larger than normal. She also talks loudly, a common trait in kids with her conditions. Boots is her guide animal that protects her when she's wandering off. The yellow bracelet Dora is seen wearing is actually a medical alert bracelet that tracks wandering children just in case they get lost. So that's her theory, dude, that she's, she's handicapped or, you know, special needs kid. That one I never heard. I didn't know that. that I mean, I know there's a lot of cartoons out there that can i didn't know that about door yeah dude me neither but those, these are my favorite one like theories you know crazy all right the next one donald duck so donald duck uh, he suffers from ptsd that's why he's always mad and loses his temper very quickly <laughs> all due to being drafted in the war oh, in the earlier comics he would get flashbacks of world war ii and if you remember did you see the old old ones yes was, okay so that's his theory that that's why he's always mad and he's always mad and he loses his temper just he has PTSD. So that's one theory on him. Okay, now this one's trippy. Did you guys ever see the fair, uh, Fairly Odd Parents on Nickelodeon? Or was it Disney or Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon, I believe. Okay, so Cosmo and Wanda represent antidepressants. Both parents, Cosmo and Wanda, are metaphors for Zoloft and Prozac. They are there when Timmy's problems started showing up. They are there only for as long as he needs them. It must be a secret. And when Timmy's and when Timmy misuses their magic, there are some consequences. So that's the theory on that. That fool was fucking using drugs. That the I know, I know what I know godparents what, were fucking. I really never saw that show, but I mean, I know what you're talking about. All right. Now this is my last one, and remember, next week I'm gonna have more, dude, better ones. Yes. But these are like my favorite ones because they're trippy. When you watch the cartoon, you'll think about this. Yes. You guys remember Courage the Cowardly Dog? What? Yes. Yeah. I don't think Julio knows. But anyways, no. Sorry. This, on Cartoon Network, yes. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. so this theory goes that the show <laughs> is seen through the dog's eyes. Oh. Apparently, all the so-called monsters in the show are regular people, but from a dog's point of view. Courage lives in a normal farm, but believes he lives in the middle of nowhere because his owner never, his owners never walk him, so he doesn't know what's out there. So every time when you see the the show, they when they you see the house it's it's in the middle of nowhere but it's because you're seeing it through the dog's eyes because he's never been outside so he thinks it's the only house there and everything see so the whole show he sees a lot of monsters whatever but it's only through his dog's eyes you get it yeah no so yeah. really it's a normal life wow and those are um one of my favorite theories from kid tv shows and you said next week you're gonna do some next week right? i'm gonna okay, have some yeah, because... trippy i'm gonna save the best ones for next week dude because yeah. i know some i'll tell too. you one right now i don't want to wait for you but next week, <laughs> yeah, he, he protects the old people from the monsters. Um, but these are my, these are one of my favorites. I, I feel they're they're just very cool, cool little theories, you know. But next week, I'm, 
I'll give you an example. I'll have Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Um, the rug, the Rugrats one is fucking crazy, dude. That one fucking trips you out. And I have a couple more. So, oh, SpongeBob too. Anyways, but those are my uh, creepy pasta cool. kid TV shows. And this is part one. So next week I'll have better ones. That's, that's, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, I went to Vegas this weekend. Mm-hmm. I didn't. We stayed at the same hotel, the Delano. Uh, I like that hotel. It's pretty cool. But we didn't experience anything this this time that we went to the to the Delano. Uh, remember the last time that I went, I told you about that. Uh, oh, the trash can and all that shit. Yes. And um, so that, the last time I went to Delano, I went uh, about a year ago, I think. And uh, it was a bunch of us were just chilling in the in the room. And um, it was during the daytime too, so there, okay. was, there was daylight, and we were all like just chilling, watching TV. The night before, the night before, there it was there's some weird stuff going on in the room too. First of all, the TV wouldn't wouldn't turn on. So if you ever stay in the Delano, there's a there's a they they divide the room the the bedroom with the living room. Okay. There's like a little small living room. You remember? Yeah, I remember. You know. So there's a like a little living room, and then there's a, a door to your bedroom. Depending on how many beds you get, there's either two queen beds or one king bed. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we were chilling in the living room the night, and then the the TV wouldn't wouldn't turn on. It, and if it did, they did. And if did the TV did turn on, breathe. <laughs> one more time. The if the TV did turn on, then you will get all stat. You know, all you get static and Basically, kind of like a black box. Yeah. So, so nothing. So we just turned it off, and then we were just like, okay, you know what? Forget this. We're just gonna drink. We're not gonna do nothing. And then, uh, while we we're there, the, the we turned the little lamp on, and then while we turned the little lamp on, it it was having problems at the at the beginning while we were turning it on, and then um, the lamp was on for like a minute or two, and then it turned off on its own. It kept turning off and on on its own. And we were like, we, we we were creeped out. So we we're like, you know what? F this, let's go. Let's go downstairs to the casino. And then you know, it's funny because we we're gonna sleep in that room that same night. So I don't know why we we're like, you know, forget this. Let's go down to the casino. Anyways, we came back to to a room that night. We all fell asleep like nothing. The next day, the next morning, we were chilling in the room. We we're uh, getting ready to check out. We we're gonna go to another room that same, mm-hmm. different room that day. And um, we we're just chilling. And then once again, the TV wouldn't. Something was wrong with the TV. This is during the daytime, you guys. And um, me and my friends, I crumble, I crumble up, crumble up a trash, a piece of paper. I'm sorry, what was that? I. I I threw a little piece of trash. Uh, I, I crumbled up a uh, uh, paper. Sure, sure. And I threw it in the trash can. And I, once I threw it in the trash can, <laughs> the, the little trash, the little trash that I threw away, it jumped out of the trash into the floor. And then, and then when I saw that, I told everybody else, did anybody else see that? And then everybody was like, they were just like shocked because of what we just saw. Because I, I swear, I, I threw the little trash into the trash can, and it, it jumped back out of the trash can. Damn. <laughs> and then when we saw that, we were like, okay, let's get out of here. We, we are checking out of this room. Let's get out. We left. We left, and we went to the other. 
Actually, we went to another friend's room that they were staying there the weekend too, and then and that were it, the 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 atmosphere, everything just felt much relaxed in that room. It felt really like more relaxed than where we were at because in the other room where we were at, the one that with the trash can thing, you felt it. You felt something not right in that room. So yeah, so that that was a. Uh, we still had to Delano again this weekend, but nothing like that happened. I'm glad everything went smooth and it was it was chill. Another story. I got a. <clears throat> that's fucking crazy, dude. Um, I had a story from Lassi Guanaba, dude. I just think my yeah. grandma told me. Lassi Guanaba. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> okay. Story goes that my my grandmother when she was like around 12 years old. She used to go to church, you know, every Sunday she used to go to church with her, with her aunt. And uh, they said that this particular Sunday they woke up. They used to go to church at 6 in the morning, right? So, But this time, for some reason, they woke up really early. It was like around 3 in the morning. And they headed off to, to church. But they had to cross through like a kind of like a mountainy. Um, kind of like a forest type, whatever. And uh, she said that she told her her aunt, it's kind of dark, dude, for being six in the morning. And her aunt was like, yeah, it's kind of weird, whatever. Just keep walking. So they started going. There's a little creek by their house. And said that she heard a laughter, like like a kind of like a cackle. You know, you know what a cackle is, right? You know how witches when they laugh, that's, that's okay, a cackle. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. So. She started hearing that, and she said her, her she got uh, goosebumps, and she told her, her aunt, like, what is that? And her aunt, she said that grabbed her tight, and she started, like, got scared, and she goes, do me a favor, mija, just close your eyes, just keep just keep walking. And she said that it started getting, like, the, it was loud at first, and then it started getting farther and farther, the thing, and then she said that she noticed that, that her aunt, her aunt started walking faster, like, picking up pace, whatever. She said that she she grabbed, went to her purse and grabbed a puro, uh, like a what's a puro in English? Um, like a a big ass cigar, you know, like like a Cuban yeah. cigar, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she started. She tried uh, lighting that shit up, and she said that my my grandma said that this whole time she had her eyes closed. She didn't want to look. She felt fucking scared, whatever. And she said that she could just hear someone go every time that she light up the match. She heard someone go like blowing up blowing the match so they wanted to turn on the fire and she said that my my her aunt started cussing like saying bad shit like what the fuck dude light up light up and then she, she, she could just hear the match go off and someone go right so she started praying and she said she finally got got the light on the lighter on whatever and she started smoking and then when she said she started taking big ass puffs and then she started saying like some saying she doesn't know probably like a, a, a hail mary or something, something a little, uh, religious, something yeah. like that. And she said that a little prayer. That the noise started getting louder, the cackle, louder and louder, and then just stopped. And then she kept walking. She had her eyes closed. She was sweating. She felt sick. And then her aunt goes, "All right, I mean, how you go open your eyes now?" And then we're getting. They were now by the church, but they noticed that it was like three in the morning. It was fucking. They were really early. And then she goes. My, my grandma goes, what was that? What the fuck was going on? And she's like, mija, that was a ciguanada. She was right behind us. She was fucking with me. I, I couldn't put on the muro, the, the puro, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And um, this was around three in the morning. This is around three, like three, three thirty. And that's she goes, uh, hour of the and yeah, it's the witching hour. And she witching goes, hour. And she goes, why did you light up that that smoke for? And she goes, I lit it up. And then she goes, I, I was saying a prayer, and then I was with the ashes. I was drawing crosses on the ground, so like a barrier for us. She goes, I was see one now, and she was just trying to do harmful shit to us. She goes, because we shouldn't be out at this time. We're we're we fucked up, you know, we should be here later on now or now. So that's the only time I guess my grandma experienced that shit. But she said that she she was 12 years old and she did hear someone blowing out the thing when she was trying to lie. And she goes that the whole time she had goosebumps and she it just felt off. She was scared as fuck. And, you know, so that's that. And that's life in the motherland. You wake up early that early. You walk uh, the hills to get to do what you have to mm-hmm. do. And then that's why Salvador <laughs> has a lot of fucking scary yeah. shit over there. I'm not and, even lying to you guys. Yeah, not only El Salvador, I think all Central Salvador, America, Central America and, and Mexico and Mexico, a fucking Latin America, uh, South America. I'm sure they got their own everywhere. shit, dude. Everywhere, you know I mean? yeah. The 3 a.m. and I mean, you know, it's, it's spooky. But that was a that was a story. My grandma told me. All right, you guys. So those are our little stories for this week. Uh, we're going to end it here. I hope you guys liked our little stories and our our, our creepy pastas and our top 10, whatever. Give us feedback, you guys. We want some feedback. We would like to hear your your feedback, your stories. If you have any stories, like I said, go ahead and send, uh, uh, send us an uh, email. Send us emails at drinkingwiththeunknown uh, at yahoo.com. Or you can send us a message at uh, Instagram. It's up to you guys. Or even at Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you know, give us feedback. Like, you know, make sure you like us. Make sure you follow us. Uh, we'll appreciate everything, you guys. Make sure you, look, do us a favor. Just send it to one of your friends. That's it. Send the link, share, and we're good. All right, you guys. So until next time, we'll see you around. Take it easy. Until next week. Bye-bye.